This morning, Jen woke up, made three breakfasts, did two loads of laundry, and one conference call. But she also saved $25 because Jen uses a new innovation from Huntington called Money Scout. It analyzes Jen's checking account to find money that's not being used and moves it to her savings automatically. Learn more and enroll at Huntington.com slash Money Scout. Huntington, welcome. Message and data rates may apply to text alerts. Money Scout is subject to eligibility, terms and conditions, and other account agreements. Member FDIC. This year has reminded us of the importance of saving for the unexpected. And as a bank, our job is to make that a little easier for everyone. That's why at Huntington, we're so proud to introduce Money Scout. It analyzes your checking account to find money that's not being used and moves it to your savings automatically. It's that simple. So you can always be saving, even now. Learn more and enroll at Huntington.com slash Money Scout. Huntington, welcome. Money Scout is subject to eligibility, terms and conditions, and other account agreements. Member FDIC. back to girl meets podcast hey guys we are here starting off season two i'm really excited yeah this we're is very really exciting. exciting yep so this is our first episode um Ooh, we I'm were kind excited. of yeah it's gonna be really good it is we were debating what to talk about but we kind of met a common ground um but before we go into that let's just talk about like our weeks and um, how we're doing, because I feel like we haven't really checked in in a while. Yeah. So, Emma, you go first. Emma, you go first. <laughs> That's an inside joke. Yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so, my week so far <clears throat> has been okay. I've been a little bit stressed because oh, school is just so hard, but yesterday at work, Oh my god, I just had so much fun. Um, I literally dread my job before I get there, but I love it when I get there. <laughs> yeah. Um, <clears throat> but, so, okay, a bunch of the little girls that I teach are like seven, eight, nine, and an age, seven, eight, nine years old, whatever. And I am always like, girls, like, how old do you think I am? And I asked them this last week, and all of them said a range from, like, 30 to 40. <laughs> and I'm 16. Um, I don't way. look 30, 40. And then today, or yesterday, two girls that weren't there last week um, came, and I was like, oh, my gosh, like, your friends literally said that I looked 30 to 40 years old. And one of the girls goes, well, yeah, aren't you 31? And, <laughs> and I was like... I was like, no. And the guy that I coached with was like, oh, my God. Like, how are you guys so oblivious? Like, seriously, like, I do not look that age. And everyone was laughing. I thought it was so funny. And just it was really nice because me and that, the coach that I coached with, we really got to bond yesterday. Just, like, coaching and stuff. And we had a lot of fun with the kids. So it was nice because I got to know him a little better. And I'm going to be coaching with him, obviously. So, um <laughs> It was nice to get to know him a little better, have more of, like, a relationship, because it's a much easier to coach that way when you're more comfortable around each other. Yeah. So that was a big plus. Um, and also yesterday at work, I have a girl who, to me, always looked like she had really bad behavioral issues, but yesterday her mom came and talked to me and told me some things, and they were very eye-opening and it was very very nice to be aware of those things um just because they're very serious things that a normal seven-year-old doesn't really go through so it was really nice to like know that as a coach um so I know like how to talk to her and everything like that so that was a good thing um because I was a little worried about addressing it with her mother because I, I never want to come off to a mom and <clears throat> by the way I'm a gymnastics coach um <laughs> I never want to come off to a mom and be, you know, like, your child crying every single day in class and she's never motivated. I never want to say those kinds of things to a mom and her, like, overreact um, or it come off in a bad way. <clears throat> so it was nice that the mom, like, came to me and trusted me and knowing that her daughter trusts me was very nice. So that was a plus. Um, but, yeah, so far this week has been okay and productive so far, which is which is good. Um 
Yeah. Audrey, go ahead. Um, so my week has been kind of crazy, up and down, hectic. Um, it's our second week of online learning or online school, Mm -hmm. and it's just been so, so draining. Um, and when I say draining, I mean, like, tiring. Like, every single day by 12 o'clock, I am exhausted. True that. It is crazy staring at a screen all day and just, I don't even know. Not having a break, honestly. Like, I feel like I never have a break and it's just on and on and on and on and on and I feel like it never ends. And by the end of the day, I get off my last period and I literally have to just do schoolwork again. Yeah. Like, I I hate being stuck in my room all day. Yeah. Yeah. To be in class and then have to just stay in my room to do my homework. Because usually I'm used to going to school, going into school and, like, doing all that stuff. And then when I get home to do my homework, it's, like, a different environment and I kind of feel refreshed and ready to do schoolwork. But when I'm stuck in my house all day and I'm on a screen all day and then I just have to do more schoolwork on a screen, it's just, ugh, it's awful and I even have blue light glasses, and I use those sometimes, but it's still so bad. Um, So that's kind of my low. Um, A good thing is that um, (laughs) (laughs) you got to find a positive. There's a positive in every single day. Um, Well, I guess it's just been nice because my sister's been home from college. Um... She actually tested positive, like, a couple weeks ago for COVID, but she recovered quickly and um, is negative now. So she came back, and we kind of did a late Thanksgiving a couple nights ago. So that was fun, and I've just been spending some quality time with her. That's good. Um, Shout out to you, Ella. (laughs) She mentioned to me the other day that I never shouted her out in that one episode where I said, shout out to my mom, shout out to my dad, and shout out to Lincoln, my dog. (laughs) And I never shouted her out, and now I feel bad, so. Yeah, that's funny. Here's your shout out, Ella. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) that's great. Um, so, yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, I guess another high is that last night I was just deep cleaning my room and I feel so good about it (laughs) I woke up so refreshed totally and like I am like so allergic to dust so when my room is all dusty I just feel super disgusting and like stuffy and it's just it's just it's just not good yeah I get that um so anyway (laughs) okay so getting into our topic today very exciting yeah um So, as you guys may or may not know, we're trying to make this um, season a lot more intense and important and, and, like, debatable, and we just really want to touch on a lot of important topics. Not that our last season wasn't important topics, but this one's just aimed towards pretty much everybody. It's aimed towards the whole world, and we're going to talk about... old. Yeah, yeah. Any gender. Um... And we just want to talk about um, important things that, like, occur in today's society. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Um, so today we're going to talk about privilege and how that plays a role in all sorts of different people's lives. Yeah. Okay, so <clears throat> we want to talk about privilege because I, I think there's many different kinds of privileges. Um and being privileged, white privilege, religious privilege, gender privilege, heterosexual privilege, and socioeconomic privilege. Wow, that was so like financial. Yes. Um, so I mean, I think we could talk about all of those. Um, I think the first thing that kind of caught my eye was religious privilege. Um, it, I am almost, like, I'm confused on how that could be privileged. I see it. I totally see it. 
Yeah, explain, because well, I don't. Okay, so um, when I hear that, I think of, like, history and what I've learned from history, and um, <clears throat> I don't want to come off as sounding stereotypical, but I would say there are a lot of instances where um, Catholics have um, discriminated against different religions, Um, Like, I was literally just learning this today in history, but basically um, there was a time during the Vietnam War where people in Vietnam, or a lot of people in Vietnam, um, were Buddhists, and um, I'm pretty sure, like, their leader was Catholic, something like that, and he was trying to strip them of their religion, and he was just, like, discriminating against them, and thinking that, like, you know, they should be Catholics along with him and that, like, people are better if they're Catholics. So that's what I think, like, um, religious privilege is. Like, some people might think higher of you if you follow a certain religion. Totally. Um, They might be kinder to you if you follow a certain religion. And I'm not not saying at all that all Catholics are like this. This is just how – this is, like, what I've heard. Yeah, like what we've heard from history. Yeah. And I Crazy think, times. I think also, like, now in our generation, I feel like a lot of that doesn't really happen. So I feel like what Audrey's saying is more of, like, history-wise. Yeah. Um, and a lot of the people who haven't adapted to our generation may, like, see a Catholic as a rude person because of how they grew up personally. So mm-hmm. that could also be a part of it. Um. I also think that kind of what Audrey was saying is that if I'm a Christian and I meet someone else who's a Christian, I have automatic respect for them, you know? Or if kind of the same thing goes with if I'm a Christian and I meet an atheist, I'm kind of like, huh, you know? So I think it also kind of goes along with that. Yeah, it's kind of, like, drilled into our minds almost. Totally. Um, It is. Yeah, whatever religion you follow, like, you've most likely been following it for a long time. And it's just, like, you kind of, like, step back if people don't have those same beliefs because you almost feel like it's, it's like, second nature to you to have those beliefs. And Mm -hmm. if someone else doesn't, it's confusing to you. And that's exactly what privilege is, yeah. which is, like, crazy now that, like, it all makes sense after you we, like, discussed it, because at first it didn't make any sense to me. But now that we've discussed it, it's like, you literally just defined privilege. Yeah. Um, Should we go on to the next one? Yeah. Um, so, we got religious. There's white privilege, gender, heterosexual. Oh, my God. I can't say that word. Heterosexual. <laughs> heterosexual. <laughs> heterosexual. And then financial privilege. Yeah. Um, so I think we can talk about white privilege. Um, do you, like, um, consider yourself privileged? Do you consider yourself having white privilege? Yes. Me too. I mean, yes. Like, I know that if I was not white, um, I would definitely feel judged and discriminated by Mm -hmm. and you know anytime I hear about you know the past like the civil the civil rights movement um and well I guess anything about racism I mean as a white person I do feel so much empathy for those people who have struggled with racism and have been um judged and discriminated because of the color of their skin um but I'm I'm also not able to feel that in their shoes because I have, you know, what's considered white privilege. And yeah. it's almost like like I'm almost shame shameful of it. Yeah. Because um I don't know. Because I just I can't feel the pain that people have felt mm-hmm. going through racism and stuff because you know, most of the time, just, you know, normally, no one's really racist towards white people. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm kind of mad that I can't feel that. Do really? You know, do you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm kind of mad that our society has chosen to do that because of the color of someone's skin. 
Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, now, like, I I don't know. Like, if I had grown up in, like, the 60s or whatever, or the 70s or whatever, um, well, racism's always been a problem, but, you know, back in, like, yeah. the late 90s, it was, like, a way of – it was much bigger of a problem than it is now. Totally. If I had grown up then, I mean – I don't know. Like, I don't know how I would have been raised, like, to view people. I wouldn't have known um, if it was right or wrong necessarily. But, like, yeah. now, like, looking back, you know, if I had grown up in that time knowing what I do now, I would have never, you know, I would have never followed anything society had pushed onto me because, like, I know it's wrong. And I don't view people in that way. I think we're all the same. We're all beautiful and we all should have, like, the same exact privileges. You know what I mean? Totally. Yeah. yeah. We should all be equal. And what I have been recently reflecting on is the difference between equity and equality. Um, and one of my teachers brought this up to me. Um, immediately, if you're born into a family and your parents are famous, you have more of a chance to become famous, right? You were given that opportunity. That's what that's what equity and equality is. So if we were both given the chance to become famous, but one had more of an opportunity, that's the difference. Does that make sense? Kind of. I, it's so hard to explain without a picture. So like, yeah, so like one person can have more of a chance. Yeah, so there's... So, like, there's people that need it more, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So, you could be given the same opportunity, but one has more than a chance than the other. Does that make sense? Yeah. That's what equity yeah. is. So, I yeah. feel like I have been thinking about that because I think it goes along with race and I think it goes along with gender. I think that a lot of the times in work, you know, a female has not been chosen over a male because she's a female. I think the same thing goes with race. I think a white person has been chosen rather than a black person. And it's because of equity and equality. They were both given the job opportunity, but one got it because of their skin color or their gender, if that makes any sense. Yeah. No, yeah. So I think I've also been reflecting on that um, and educating myself. I think that's a huge thing. I feel like people aren't educated, and I don't know everything about racism. I don't know everything white, about white privilege. Um, but I think it also starts with you wanting to learn more about it um, and recognizing that it's a thing. I grew up with my parents always telling me you are very fortunate um you're blessed you have everything that you need um I think that goes along with privilege I think it also goes along with white privilege um and I think sometimes it's almost kind of like what Audrey said like kind of shameful to talk about it I'm very uncomfortable talking about white privilege because I think there's some stigma around it because we're not bad people we're not racists you know we don't discriminate but we have white privilege you know what I mean yeah so I think sometimes it makes me feel uncomfortable because I never want to put myself off as someone who is a racist or anything like that so it's very sometimes uncomfortable for me to talk about and I never want to say the wrong thing yeah either um but it is a thing, and white privilege is so relevant, um, and it's still going on, and we are still not equal at all. Like, we're f- not even close. And that just, like, it makes me so mad, especially being a Christian and knowing that God created us all equal. And I know that not everyone believes in God, but I feel like if you are a human being with feelings and emotions, you know that everyone is equal. Yeah. Whether 
you're a male or a female, whether you're black or white, it doesn't matter. We are all equal. And it just like, oh my God, it just makes me so angry that people still don't believe that and that people still discriminate. And it just like blows my mind Mm -hmm. that people still do that. And I think that's why we need more change in our world. And we need more people that are fighting against it and are prohibiting discrimination. Um, People who are speaking about it, people who want to offer more education about it. You know, schools need to be talking about it. Your parents need to be talking to you about it. Talk about it with your friends. Talk about it with black people. Talk about it with gay people. Anything like that. We need to start talking about privilege, white privilege, all of these kinds of privileges because it's important. And the way that we're going to make our world equal is by talking about it in open conversations. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. And this is all of our opinion. This is, this is like no, no facts because we're not reading from anything like statistics or anything. Um, and we want to come off with the best attitude and the best energy. We never want to hurt anyone's feelings or anything like that. And if we ever do, please DM us and tell us because we want to stay educated ourselves. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the next one we're going to go into is gender privilege. Um, kind of going along with our last topic. Yeah, um, Emma already kind of talked about um, a little bit about it. Um But, yeah, we kind of want to dive in deeper. I, like, my opinion is that, um, I don't know, men have always been, you know, seen as more important than women. The alpha. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, um, more capable. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why I have such a hard time with this, but obviously we're both girls. <laughs> but um, as a girl, like I've just, I've just grown up learning about all of that, and I've observed that like my mom does a lot more cleaning and cooking, and you know laundry yeah. and dishes, and my dad goes to work every day, and you know there's nothing wrong with how my parents live, and my mom she has a job and she works every day as well, but she does a lot of more like at home stuff. And I don't know, like everyone's just, you know, made that the norm and it's been created as the norm in society. And like, everybody knows that like women do more of the cooking and the cleaning, blah, blah, blah. Um, I don't really know where I'm going with this. (laughs) That aggravates me too. But yeah, it does because I, Totally know that like women are just as capable as holding at holding a job as men are and supporting for their family. Like, you know, I see single moms, you know, um, holding a job, supporting for their family when they don't have a man to do that for them. And I think it's so empowering to see that. I think also not just like the old style way and just a household view. I think in the workforce, it's crazy. Like, I feel like men have so many more privileges. I feel like they get paid more. I feel like in meetings, women can't even be in the room sometimes, which is crazy, If it's especially if it's about them. Um, I think a lot of, like, the decisions that, you know, America and the government makes about women... There's sometimes, there's not even women giving insight on that. It's all men. And they don't know anything about us. Mm -hmm. They don't have a right to say anything that women go through because they're men. And it's just crazy to me that sometimes men think that they are the alpha and that they can do things better than us and that they're more capable, but they're not. Mm-hmm. We're equal again, yeah. Just like how we said in the last little segment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and 
one thing that really upsets me is um this is just an example but like when somebody says you throw like a girl oh my god i i get it it has to do with like sports or whatever um and it's not that deep but at the same time i see it as you know relating relating to all aspects of life you throw like a girl could mean you're doing this um to the ability that a girl could do it yeah you know someone saying someone saying that to a man and it can relate to anything that they're doing like um you know i don't even know how i can like put this in words but i guess like um an example you write an essay you submit it you're a guy and your teacher says oh like you did this to the ability of what a girl could have done and i just hate that saying so much because it really 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 just like looks down on women and it makes women um or it like portrays women as being less than men mm-hmm. and once again just like we were Today is nonstop. And suddenly, your checking account is overdrawn. But what if we gave you more time on that one? At Huntington, if you accidentally overdraw your account by $50 or less, we've put a $50 safety zone in place, so you won't be charged an overdraft fee. It's one more way we're looking out for you. So you can have time for what matters most. Huntington, welcome. $50 safety zone does not apply to returned items. Your account will be automatically closed if it remains negative for 60 days. Learn more at Huntington.com slash safety zone. Saying about white privilege, everybody's equal and everybody was made equal. And, you know, however we were made, however you believe we were made, we were all made to be equal. And it's just been crazy, you know, for eternity. It's just always been like this. And I just think it's ridiculous that, like, there were times when we couldn't vote, when we, like, really couldn't, like, leave the house. Like, we wouldn't yeah, be able to have jobs, you yeah. know? And that was just, like, 100 years ago. Yeah. Like, early 1900s. Yeah. I just... Women I, didn't really yeah. work. It was, like, men who went out and worked, mm-hmm. and we stayed home and, like, took care of the kids and cooked and cleaned with, like... Or which is, like, whatever... I'm sure that's what I'm going to be doing in my future. It's but just deeper than that, though. Yeah. You know? Like, that's just almost, like, the base of it, you know? And I yeah. feel like we grew up, like, right around, like, the perfect time frame to start realizing that it's deeper than that. And yeah. that girls are as equal as guys because mm-hmm. I feel like... We grew up around the time when movies were still, you know, like, like, like superhero movies were, like, all guys. And now they make so many superhero movies where girls are a part of it. You know, like Wonder Woman. My gosh. She, she was My around. Favorite. Right? She was around, right? But she – now the new movies of her are incredible. And she's seen as this powerful woman and – so like uplifting to young girls and everything like that so i think us seeing that especially now in our generation i think is great for us and it definitely makes you shift your mindset but i've i've like my entire life i've always believed that like girls can do anything a guy can it's not about it's literally not about your chromosomes you know everyone can run you know Basically, everyone can walk. It doesn't mean that if I'm a guy or a girl, I can't do one of those things. I think it comes down to, you know, the simple things. If you work hard enough, you can do this. doesn't matter what age you are, what what gender you are, whatever. It depends on, you know, your work ethic and your ability to be able to do things not by your gender, but, you know, your strength and your work ethic um, and if you're smart enough to, that kind of thing. Yeah. My whole life, I've believed that character is everything and yeah. the way you treat people is everything. And I truly believe, like, what comes around goes around. And, you know, if you treat people with respect, they're most likely going to treat you with respect back. And I have never, ever treated some someone poorly before I got to know them. And, like, this doesn't really have to do with gender or race or anything like that. 
it's just like I always look on the inside before anything else. And I think that that is something that needs to be drilled into everybody's brains because there's so much judgment out there just by the first look. And I just think that's ridiculous, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, that's kind of what we have to say about um, gender privilege. Yeah, Um, definitely looking on the inside. That's kind of what I was trying to explain. I can't ever make up good examples, but yeah. No, it's okay. What matters is what's on the inside. That's what matters the most, and I think that's what determines how you can do something. Our next one is heterosexual privilege. I'm just going to call it straight privilege because it's just easier to say that. Um, But this one I totally can see because I feel like I feel like if I was a lesbian – I feel like it would be really hard for me to go out in public. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I feel like it's it's normal. I think it's normal to me and Audrey. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it's normal to older people. I think sometimes... Or younger people. Or younger people. If they are, like, um, uneducated. If they're, you know, like, five years old. And, like, I don't think I knew what that was when I was five, you know? Um, and, you know, again, like, when we were five years old you couldn't get married to the same sex. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think that's crazy. Yeah. Um, totally. Um, but I think that if I was a lesbian, I feel like it would be different for me to go out, hold hands with the same sex, um, go on dates with the same sex. And I feel like that's why me being straight is a privilege because I can do those things without, feeling weird, feeling uncomfortable, feeling like everyone's staring at me, feeling judged. Um, and I, when I go out, I see people who, um, you know, are holding hands and they're the same sex, kissing and they're the same sex. Um, and I don't judge them at all. I'm like, yes, you go. Like, you get it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's the difference between our generation and a couple of generations before us. Um, probably, like, our grandparents, great-grandparents, I feel like, they just don't understand Parents. I think our parents' generation doesn't really understand it. I mean... Yeah, you think? Yeah, I mean, they were, I mean, at least mine. My parents were, like, Mm mid-40s once same-sex marriage became legal. Yeah. They grew up where it was literally illegal for you to marry someone of the same sex and totally it's just so horrible that that became a law or that was a law like I just I don't know I don't understand it because it blows my mind that you could have gone to prison for it yeah I mean love is love and it's like you like I don't know I see it as you cannot control if you're gay or if you're bisexual or if you're trans it's Anything. just it's just how you are and you it's not a mental illness. It's not no. it's not something you choose. It is strictly just uh something that you can't control. And yeah. it's really sad to see people judging others for something they cannot control. Just mm-hmm. like racism. They can't control what race they are and you know, you can't control what gender you identify as or what gender you um, are attracted to. It's just how you are, how you were born. And I think that that's something that people don't understand is that it's not a choice. It's just, it it just how, it's just how you are. It's how you were born. It's how you feel. Yeah. And I think it's really sad that straight people have more of a privilege when they also can't control that they, like the opposite sex it's like it's the exact same thing yeah you know it really is I don't know and I think that uh, I just I just pray that by the time I'm older you know like in my 30s that it will be completely normalized and everybody will accept everyone and I know it's gonna be hard but yeah um I also think like kind of what I said for the gender one with movies i feel like no movies ever have gay couples in them 
I, like I feel like it's happening more and more. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna but say. But I feel like the main idea of like the couple, like like in Greece, like it's a girl and a boy, and the best of me, girl and a boy, notebook, the best of me, some of, I mean, girl, girl and a boy. How <laughs> that's funny. It's never like I feel like I don't know any famous movie. Like I can't think of any. What what is one? Um, Love Simon. Oh yes, that one. I was thinking about that one. That's um, see, that was a movie that was made like three years ago. Yeah. You know what I mean? I feel like I don't know any movies like before like the 2010, 2000s that are great movies yeah. are very popular that are that have same sex relationships, think. right? Yeah. Um. So I feel like it would be awesome to see more of that. More movies, more music like that, more TV shows. Um, I think, I think it was Friends was one of the first TV shows on um, whichever streaming it was um, to have a same-sex relationship on there. Um, mm. who, who was it? This movie is what I was thinking of. Oh, Philadelphia came out in 1993. It was about a guy who contracted AIDS um, um, by having sex with a man. Mm-hmm. That was like one of the oldest movies that I've seen that had a gay couple in it. I just saw mm-hmm. it recently, so it was like at the tip of my tongue. Yeah. Anyway, what were you saying? I kind of forgot. About Friends? Were you talking about Friends? Yes. It mm-hmm. was Ross's ex. Yes. Yes. Uh, ex-wife. Mm-hmm. And like I grew up watching Friends as a little girl, and I never thought it was weird. I don't know, but I just feel like I almost grew up, especially with my parents always telling me that it's okay if, you know, it's okay if people the same gender like the other same gender. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always been told that. So I think also growing up that way, mm-hmm. um, it just still like is crazy to me that people don't accept it. And I also think it kind of drives me crazy, especially when Christians say that they don't accept gay people because they're Christians. And I feel like that's, like, so controversial. Um, But it, like, needs to be talked about because, like, we have people from our church who are gay, bi, whatever, and they still come and we accept them. And they're some of, like, my best friends. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I personally think gay people, bi people are some of the best people ever. And trans people, best people ever. I love those kinds of people because I think that they've been through some of the hardest things going through that kind of discrimination. And they're like some of the happiest people, some of the most accepting people. And I think that's such a great character trait to have. So I love being around those people. It doesn't matter who they are attracted to, what they want to be identified as or qualified as. Not qualified, identified as. Um... It matters who they are as a person and what's on the inside, what Audrey was saying. Mm -hmm. So it really makes me mad that people don't acknowledge those kinds of relationships in movies and music and films and just everyday conversations and everything like that. Yeah. Yeah, I love... um... Like, this is kind of off topic, not really, <laughs> but I love um, Elton John and I love Freddie Mercury from Queen, if you didn't know. Um, but yeah, both of them were slash are gay. Elton John's still alive. Freddie Mercury isn't. Um, and they grew up in a time where that was very strange for people to mm-hmm. acknowledge and I just love, like, like the two movies that came out um, last year, I think, uh, Bohemian Rhapsody and Rocket Man. Like, I just love those movies because they take place in, um, like, the 70s, 80s, mm-hmm. um, when being gay was not accepted. And mm-hmm. it's just so empowering to watch. Even though I'm not gay, I just love watching those movies yeah. because they just make me feel so happy. Um, and moving on to our next topic of privilege is financial privilege. And I feel like this one that is something that a lot of people can relate to. 
personally and in the town we grow up in and the school we go to, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, because we, um, we live in very nice towns. I mean, they're not like, we're middle class, you know what I mean? But it's, it's not like we are like needing food on the table. It's not like we can't go out and buy clothes. Um, it's but not, I, yeah, sorry. I'm so sorry. It's okay. It's not like we can't go and, you know, go to the movies one weekend. You know, we have that kind of money. But at the same time, um, that doesn't mean that the people around us aren't struggling. Um, it doesn't mean that the people around us aren't poor. Um, because you never know someone's situation. You know, just because they live in a nice house doesn't mean that they have all the money. Um, I used to have a, a really good friend who lived in, like, this really beautiful big home. And her family was actually struggling a lot with money. Um, and she grew up with kind of a really bad lifestyle. So it, you know, just because of how things look doesn't mean that they, you know, are immediately privileged. But I think that, you know, me and Audrey are very, very privileged people. But at the same time, there are people who are even more privileged than us. But I consider myself lucky. But I definitely think I could be more privileged, for sure. And I also think that there's being less privileged, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I think I, I'm privileged to have my own car, and other kids in my grade have to share a car. I think the difference there, too, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I would say uh, our school is very diverse, um, and it's just, like, really important to look at that, and, and like, a lot of public schools are like that, where um, you know, their financial stability ranges, um, from not very stable to very, very stable. And, um, I just think it's like, it's interest. it's interesting to see, you know, people going to the same school, but also being so different financially. And, you know, it's important to stay humble if you do have mm-hmm. lots of money. And, you know, if you don't have as much money as those people, it doesn't make you any less of a person. And I truly believe that there should not be any economic privilege at all. But, you know, there is. And it's what do you mean? like, I mean, people shouldn't be privileged if they have more money. Okay. Well, I, I get that, like, I get that they are because they have more money. They can spend mm-hmm. more on other things. But I also feel like people shouldn't look at them as, you know, uh, superior to them if they have more money than them. Because, Mm -hmm. you know, money does not equal happiness. Money does not equal character. Um, Obviously, if you have lots of money, you can spend it on whatever you want. And that's a privilege. But I think from other people's perspectives, like, don't don't let jealousy get the best of you because, you know, you have no idea how happy they are or how the rest of their life is, you know, or how they treat people. If they Mm -hmm. treat people horribly, the money's not going to matter in the end, you know? For sure. I totally agree. Yeah. Um, And I feel like sometimes I definitely think that, like, I know people who are more financially stable than me, I guess you could say, Um, or, you know, people who are, you know, more privileged with their families, anything like that. Um, And I feel like I always kind of have, like, a negative connotation on, like, people who are wealthier than me. Um, And I think I need to stop doing that because I feel like it's it's really, really more about character and how they treat you. And I think that, like, wealthy people have have this stigma around them that they're rude and, you know, rude, white, um, and they don't really care about anyone else and they really only care about money. Um, but I just have, I kind of want to make this one of my goals for the next year is just stop judging people based off of what I know just from looking at them. Um, 
you know, like if I see someone carrying around a Gucci bag, I'm kind of like, oh, you know, they're, they're, they're probably really rich, you know? And I kind of want to stop doing that because I don't know their background story. I don't know if they worked their butt off to get that. I don't know if they started from the bottom, anything like that. Uh, like, you know, you always, you know, hear about those stories that, you know, the entrepreneurs, the really huge YouTubers, anything like that, they all started from a really, really low place, whether that mean financially, mentally, um, anything like that. And they are all very successful, but they worked very hard for that. And I think it's really good to acknowledge that as well. Mm -hmm. But I think at the same time, everyone can work very, very hard and work the same. And they could be less financially stable or less known because of very different reasons like being white or being black or your gender or anything like that kind of what we talked about before um so I think that also has a play in financial privilege um and I also feel like when you have more of a financial privilege you have more opportunities um kind of like the entrepreneur thing like, if you want to start a business, you have to have a lot of money for that. And you have to invest. And it's much easier to do that if you have a million-dollar dad or a million-dollar mom who could give you that money and help you. But some people don't have that. So I also think financial privilege is about opportunities. Um, but I also think that there's you know, just a basic of it where it's like me and Audrey being financially privileged. But I also think it goes a lot deeper than that too. I think for our town and stuff, I think Audrey and I are very privileged. Um, and you know, the school we go to, I think we're very privileged there. Um, that's kind of what I think about when I hear financially privileged. Yeah. Um, I'd say the takeaway from this part of the podcast episode um, is, you know, try hard to not judge people based on their money situation, whether it be they have lots of money or they don't, mm -hmm. because you never really know um, mm -hmm. who they are as a person. Because, yeah, like you were saying, a lot of people who have more money... Um, are seen as like rude or like ignorant or whatever. Mm -hmm. But in reality, you know, they just worked hard or they got lucky. And to them, maybe their money just isn't everything, you know? I mm -hmm. mean, there are some people who believe that money is everything, but, you know, some people who have lots may not really care. And, you know, they probably donate a lot of it or... And you don't know all that stuff know. until you get to know someone. Right. And I think that's kind of what I was just trying to say is you need to get to know someone before you judge them. Yeah. Before you judge them just from of what you see of them, you need to get to learn. Or what you've about heard them. about them. Too. Yeah, that too. Yeah, because I've, I don't know, I've encountered so many people who will gossip about a certain person or whatever and and they'll um they'll say something um that either just isn't true or is something that is true but does not define who they are as a person mm -hmm. like you know I've had people come up to me telling me about my friends and saying like but don't you know this about so and so and I'll either be like, that's not true, or like, yes, but like, you really have to get to know them because that is not everything to them. And yeah. yeah. So I think that wraps up all of the topics about privilege. Um, and I kind of just want to end with saying that this was all of our personal experience and none of its facts, opinions, opinion based all the way. Um, and kind of just how we grew up and what we think about it. Um, and we hope that you were able to think and challenge yourself to 
think about how you would answer these kinds of things, how you think about all of these privileges. Um, and we also hope that you guys kind of get the vibe of season two. This is definitely what it's going to be about, an open conversation about things, world topics, um, different things like this. We had really fun and this is definitely something that's debatable, debatable topic, but it's so conversational. And I think these are the kinds of topics that I want to challenge myself to have more of a conversation about because they're so important and relevant, especially in our generation and especially the age group that we're at. And I want to make sure that I'm educating myself and learning about it now so that I don't have to make mistakes to get to that point um, or anything on those lines um so just know that and if we said anything in this podcast that was kind of like we're kind of thrown off by please let us know so that we can get educated um we never want to come off as hurtful or anything like that um so please dm us if we said something wrong um or if you feel like we need to be more educated on a topic please let us know so that we can fix that and better ourselves for not just us, but everyone around us as well. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so we're really excited about season two. Yeah, um, we are. This is very exciting. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And so, next episode will be a table talk episode. Yeah, and we will probably talk more about that on our Instagram, so make yeah. sure to follow us. Um, At I'll, Girlby's Podcast underscore. Yeah, I'll put it down below. Um... Thanks for tuning in. Yeah, we're really happy you're here. Yes. Um, This is Emma and Audrey signing off. Bye. Bye. This year has reminded us of the importance of saving for the unexpected. And as a bank, our job is to make that a little easier for everyone. That's why at Huntington, we're so proud to introduce Money Scout. It analyzes your checking account to find money that's not being used and moves it to your savings automatically. It's that simple. So you can always be saving, even now. Learn more and enroll at Huntington.com slash MoneyScout. Huntington, welcome. Money Scout is subject to eligibility, terms and conditions, and other account agreements. Member FDIC. This year has reminded us of the importance of saving for the unexpected. And as a bank, our job is to make that a little easier for everyone. That's why at Huntington, we're so proud to introduce Money Scout. It analyzes your checking account to find money that's not being used and moves it to your savings automatically. It's that simple. So you can always be saving, even now. Learn more and enroll at Huntington.com slash Money Scout. Huntington, welcome. Money Scout is subject to eligibility, terms and conditions, and other account agreements. Member FDIC.